Boomer, okay. Welcome to Owen and Brew's Barbecue. Today we're cooking up something really good. I know everybody is is loving that Jawa suka, you know, the, the egg that has marshmallowy Cadbury texture. We have some special chefs in the house tonight, um, Chris and, and Nick. I feel like the whole gang is back together. But more importantly, we have the podcaster who puts the sizzle in every show. This podcaster is, is almost like the, 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 the fourth Owen and Brew podcaster, you know, like the, the George Martin, you know, of, of this show. So welcome to the show, Colleen. Thank you for, for joining us. Hello, it's good to be here. Just call me the sizzler, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you, you bring home the bacon to this show every every podcast and, and it's just oh, such an incredible upgrade from last week <laughs> oh well as long as she doesn't get confused black actors you know and, and mistake them oh Ooh. damn it yeah yeah so all right Let, last week was your okay boomer episode yeah <laughs> millennials and dead actors fair enough yeah uh, so, chris you want to you want to go ahead and redact anything that you may have I, you know about. what nope <laughs> Let it ride. <laughs> no, no. In all, in all honesty, so I, I did make a couple of um, wildly incorrect statements <laughs> last week's show, and I, I realized this within uh, eight hours of us recording uh, because I got um, called out publicly by by Ralph. Uh, I did say that uh, Carl Weathers <laughs> was was on Lost, and I, he wasn't. It was definitely Billy D. Yep. Um, and then I also mentioned uh, uh, Herner Wurzog was was on um, Man in the High Castle. Yeah. He wasn't. And here's the funny <laughs> thing about that too. He's like, I, I, I screwed up to, like three times essentially because with the Werner Herzog thing in my head, I was actually thinking of the pilot episode of Watchmen when they're the girls typing. And he's like, who knows English, right? And he brings her into the office to type without that that pamphlet. In my head, I was thinking of that, but I thought that that was Man in the High Castle. So I, I blame it on sleep deprivation. I, you have a baby. So. You have a six-month-old, seven-month-old? Seven months, yeah. Yeah, May? May? March. No, Mar April. No, I was going to say, no, your your daughter's March. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> her, her birth still shows up in my time hop every year. Oh, really? It really does. What is she marked? Nice. 20th, 21st, something like that? Three, two, one, one, two. Okay, so 21st. Yeah, she shows up at my time up. Because we were doing Media Junkyard at the time. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the story goes that actually the last Comic-Con I went to, um, I got off the plane, came home, and that's when my wife told me that we're having a kit. Hence my last time going to Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, so yeah, she, my, my daughter's seven and, and my, my son is seven months. Well, some way you gotta just bring them all to San Diego because your, your children will both get in for free and your wife can either hang out by the pool or, you know, get a pass or something. Yeah. And, and that idea is not, um, it is not unlikely. So, you know, cause we, we have uh, friends who live in San Diego County. So we've been actually trying to find an excuse to get out there. Um, cause they have a, a daughter now, so we haven't been there since they've had a kid. So all the maybe babies. 
cool. All the babies. And yeah. uh, speaking of babies, <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into the 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 baby of this this uh, recent Mandalorian so episode, I just love it so much. Oh my goodness, I can't even. <laughs> and that's why I wanted Colleen along because I knew the three of us guys would not get into a cute overload. Both times I watched it, I was like, "Oh my god, it's so cute!" I can't even. It's so that was my so, daughter the entire time. So I, I watched it the other night, or when was it? Um, I forget what day it was, and I watched it. But um, right. I, I was home in with my daughter and my son. My wife was, I, I think she was, I think she had to work. She's had to work like uh, in the parent teacher conferences that do them like twice a week, which is yeah. brutal. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was watching it one night. It's probably Friday, um, and she's supposed to be in bed. Like she's supposed to be in bed. But I got her first of all. Fast forward or reverse. I got her to watch Rebels. Yes, I think she's into it. Okay. So whenever there's anything Star Wars on there, she sees that as an excuse to have her dad let her watch TV when she's not supposed to. But she popped her head out and she saw Baby Yoda, and she goes, "Oh my God, he's so cute! What happened to Yoda? I love (laughs) Baby Yoda." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. Okay, come on in. You can watch." (laughs) So she watched a little bit. Oh, it's just yeah. He is pretty damn cute. Uh, Alex, of all people, our twenty-one month old son, twenty-one month old, twenty-two month old, what? Twenty-two month old? Yeah, 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 we're getting close. Twenty-one month old. Yeah, peanut gallery is commenting down here. Um, <laughs> he figured out that the way to get to watch TV is to ask Jay to watch Ducktales. Uh, oh, wait, Ducktales. Race cars, lasers, aeroplanes. Yeah. It's, uh, Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys remember that Nintendo game, uh, Ducktales? I yes. do. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that was that was that was one of the few games growing up as a kid that I think that was one of those games like I knew every pixel, like I knew every <laughs> inch of that game. I've probably had completed that game a thousand times, and I knew every single inch of that game. If I picked it up right now, I could probably do it again. Mm. I won't. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get into a ramble cast here, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I went ahead and subscribed to the the whole package, the thing, and uh, I'm looking forward to actually getting into Tailspin because it's something I have not watched in almost 30 years. So, Kit Cloud Kicker, man, yeah, Ducktales as well. I will get into Ducktales too at some point. Ducktales is fun. I'll, I'll put it on my watch list. There's there's a lot of things I keep throwing on my watch list, and um. You know, and and checking out some of the movies, and I mean, there's oh. there's a lot to to offer. I know I almost sent it to uh, to Chris because it was some list, some websites like top twenty five things about Disney Plus, and number nine was Fly the Navigator. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So I put that on my I put that on my on my personal uh, Facebook page, which is funny because you know, like there's 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 certain posts that I don't put on my own personal page because I, they go to the the patron or the Facebook group for yeah, Kane yeah. Jack. Oh. Um, and I was like, you know what, whatever. I'm just gonna put this on there. And like, so I, I posted it. My life. I, <laughs> I posted it, and I was overwhelmed with the responses. People were like, "Oh my god, yeah, that's awesome. That's on there. I'm getting Disney Plus." I'm like, <laughs> "Welcome to the nerd world." <laughs> well, yeah. Like, like, yeah, like. Um, oh, Colleen. Colleen has. Oh, that, sorry. Uh, go ahead, Colleen. Go ahead, she's Colleen. still polite. Yeah, no. You no. Gotta, with Chris, you gotta learn just to interrupt. No, no, no. I, Chris and I, we go back. I, I remember when Chris said, I'm going to propose to my girlfriend back in the day. So, I mean, you too, Nick. I've known you two since, oh my God, the same time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
that being said, that was like a hundred million years ago. But that being said, I was going to say, speaking of nerdy things that you watched on Disney Plus, we totally watched Sister Act yesterday. <laughs> well done. And Good. Really loudly to all the music. <laughs> My God, Colleen, we've known each other for 16 years. Since 2007, that's not 16 years. Oh no, wait, that's when I started dating my wife. 12. Yeah. Okay. Still, still, that's still, that's still a long time. You proposed what? around Christmas time? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. It was actually um, while we were decorating the tree. Okay. Do I vig- I specifically remember you telling me about your plans to propose. Yeah. And it was cheesy, uh, and it worked. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Jay, handed a, Jay handed me a beer and was like, "Will you marry me?" And I was like, "Yeah." To the beer and to the you're like drink. Corona, piss off. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a Corona. It was a step up. It was a Sam Adams because you know we were poor back then. So <laughs> Sam Adams was like the next fifth thing. But no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Joke, joke, joke. But um, <laughs> not kidding. It's not kidding at all. No, 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 no. It really was. It was. A, it was. A, it was a winter lager. Um, okay. you're slumming it. Well, uh, I would I would not be the producer if I didn't try to get us back on track. Like, to like, Star get, Wars. get us back, uh, quick, quick, uh, slimy egg guts, go. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, you wanted to talk briefly about the new release, right? Of um, Star Wars, what is it? Uh, yeah, it's right. Dark- so it's um, Fallen it's, Order. It's Fallen Order. the Jedi Fallen Order, um, released this past week. Actually, is uh, last Thursday or Friday. I've only played it for about an hour, but I have it on Xbox uh, on the console version of it. Um, so you you play this character who you find out very early on when you start playing that he has been like a, a Jedi in hiding. And he reveals himself to save his best friend. Um, and he's essentially being hunted. So that that's about about what I've gotten so far. So he's he was he was trained as a Jedi as a young boy and then went into hiding. And now that he's like assuming his his responsibilities of a Jedi, he's learning the ways and trying to, to do the research and find this, that, and the other. Um, but so what, it's a it's a fun game. What time period are we talking here? Uh, this is post Empire. So it's 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 kind of parallel to the Mandalorian, actually, I, I believe. Hmm. Um so yeah, he, that, would, that would make him like almost fifty years old, though. Or no, sorry. The, well, the character in the game, um, for lack of anything else, looks like Ron Weasley with the lightsaber, which is kind yeah, of annoying. That, the actor is the one that's he's in Shameless. He was in, also in um, Gotham. Okay, uh, yeah, he is. Like, he's a ginger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but it, it's pretty cool. So, like one of the one of the of the levels I played kind of like shed some light on like Star Wars lore that you don't see on screen, um, which is very very cool. It's very reminiscent to some of like the books that we've been reading, like the the Tarkin books and so forth and so on. But you actually are are an employee working on a ship wrecking yard. So it's. Like all of the ships that were disabled, you know, disabled in battle or destroyed in battle, they all get ha- like hauled to this planet, and you're actually working on a planet as someone who's like taking a- these ships apart to be reused and recycled. Mm. Um, so it's so good what? on you, Jedi, for <laughs> being Earth conscious, even though you're not on Earth. Now, isn't that isn't that the same? You think it's the same planet in the very beginning of Aftermath? Could be. It could be. Yeah, I, I, I'll have to go back and look at it. I, I wasn't paying full attention, but. 
Uh, so that that's when you kind of like assume the role of a Jedi. Yeah, it's you know the, it hits the fan and you have to you know battle to save your friend's life. Uh, so far, the, like the game, like you know, the gameplay of it is a lot of fun. It it takes a little getting used to. Cause I'm so used to playing like you know first person shooters and stuff. So you really have to get into like the whole idea of like you know lightsaber combat. Um, mm-hmm. But so far, it's been a lot of fun um, for the time that I have had being able to play it. Um, I haven't picked it up since I think you know Saturday afternoon. But you know now now before we hit record, like uh, you know EA is notorious for making pay to play games so they are if you're not uh not seeing that so far no so this game is 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 definitely not it's it's a single player game it's a it's a campaign only game so there's no multiplayer aspect to it there's no um microtransaction opportunity i don't think um they might make you know cosmetic stuff available through the store i doubt it but um so far it's so far it's a lot of fun and it's one of those things where you can kind of like pick up and play and put it down and go back to it rather like you know you know for the any you know video game nerds out there when you're when you're playing some of these competitive games you kind of have to log into those games and play them first and this is kind of like my i'll play a couple a couple rounds of apex legends and be a nerd um that way and then i'll turn that off and i'll put jedi on and i'll i'll play it for about half hour 45 minutes but it's cool. If you're a Star Wars fan, you're gonna love it because it actually d- dives deep into like some of the canon, you know, stuff of of Jedi. Um, if you're not a Star Wars fan, yeah, you might like it. But <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's so far it's been it's been a lot of fun. So if you haven't, I, it, I've wanted it to, I've wanted to get it. Um, I'm just not a a video game person. Yeah. I'm like we don't have a video game system in our house. Yeah. It's always been a, yeah. It's a th- it's a thing. It's like I'm drawn to it, like like a moth to a flame. But then at the same right. time, I'm like, will I ever get anything done again? <laughs> well, see, it's, it's one of those things where video games. I, I've I've I'm a thirty. How old am I? 39. Thirty nine. Thirty nine year old that has not let go of his childhood video games. So you should never should. I never will. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, check it out. It's a lot of fun. If anybody listening has played it, you know, send in your email with your review. Love to hear it. Oh great! Um, and I'm, I keep hoping one day I, I will actually buy a console and uh, a game system. Well, P- so. Yeah, well, PS Five should be out probably in one year, I would mm-hmm. think. So there's no um, point buying a PS Four now, or, or 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 an Xbox. I'm not sure when the new Xbox will will come in. Come out, but probably the same time. I have no yeah. idea. Yeah, literally cannot comment on any of this. I watch people <laughs> play video games in my house, though. Does that count? <laughs> it does. It does count. Your I'm, opinion is valued. I just like how that, like Matt's over going, like, yeah, we don't have a video game console in our house. And Colleen's like, yep. And I'm like, what are you saying, Colleen? I was like, you have tons. You <laughs> <laughs> do. And I don't play any of them. <laughs> um, I tolerate them and I watch them. I'm, I'm fine with them. Yeah, I, I, I would I would love to, to get that game actually i mean it's it's definitely a bit on but uh it's the it's the cost that yeah. i'm always like uh it's just not just the the money cost it's the time cost too because like right. i mean the amount that we podcast and the amount of shows that we watch movies that we watch are coming out in order to have stuff to talk about like yeah. if i got really in depth into jedi fallen order and then all of a sudden, you know, it was time to record the Rama cost. I'd be like, uh, you guys want to talk about Jedi Order for like two hours? Because that's all I got. It's literally all it's been consuming my life for the last 24 hours. Right. Um, there is. So, 
As far as cost, though, Matt, you know, they're, they, if you're interested, I know mm -hmm. that Microsoft is launching a new um, subscription service for their consoles for this holiday season where you don't have to shell out, you know, 300 bucks for, oh. for a console. You'll be able to pay like a monthly cost um, to essentially, you know, lease it from Microsoft. Mm -hmm. uh, not unlike buying an iPhone or a, a, any, you know, insert your, huh, your okay. phone here it's actually i, I believe it's going to be um the the financing is going to be serviced by the same organization that does like, the phone leases as well so um it is an option if you're interested in getting a console it's funny because i've kept every console i've ever purchased from the original nintendo all the way to present and like just i feel like i'm gonna have a museum one day with them all lined up like you know here's the nes here's the sega genesis here's the super nintendo here's the 64 here's the you know like here's the wii here's the you know here's playstation one playstation two playstation three PlayStation four like it's all lined up and like wow what is this <laughs> a museum yeah well my, um, my uh the room i'm sitting in right now right <laughs> Well, um, let's let's get to this episode because um, I'm I'm excited to to hear your guys' thoughts on the Mandalorian chapter two, the child. Um, I, I talked with Jack about this on on his Crazy Hank uh, live video thing that we did on Saturday, um, and uh, I picked up on a lot of little things. I'm I'm always amazed at how much they cram into these these episodes. I would love them to be longer, but I love how efficient they are. So yeah, this one was really short. This one was what twenty-seven or twenty-nine minutes. Yeah, it's yeah. just it was it was like right at thirty. Right at thirty, yeah. Um, so Colleen, since you're you're a special guest, what were your initial thoughts and and uh, you know uh, feelings well, about this this show this this episode? Uh, it was a lot. I so I liked it. It was a little more low-key than the first episode, which was totally fine. Um, as I've already stated, I thought that baby, the Yoda baby, Yoda species baby, was so freaking adorable that I just couldn't handle it, and I wanted one. Um, <laughs> I was like, BB-8 what? Who? Who? Uh, <laughs> Yoda baby for the win. Uh, I think Boston will appreciate the freaking amazing floating stroller that he had. Right, dude. Right, I want one of those stacked. Jay was like, "We could have another one if we had those in real life," and I was like, "Yes, let's find that in real life." Um. <laughs> every every parent ever. I mean, that was like tethered to his armband in some weird kind of yes, way. Yes, but I wondered if it was like some something attached to his belt or his arm, or it was like a like it has to be a proximity to where it just follows it within so many feet or or whatever. Yeah. But I just I thought that was so cool um, as a parent. Uh, I was also kind of jealous that he like fell asleep so quickly. I was like, what is that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just has to use the force and, right. and not forcing something out. The equivalent of them screaming themselves to sleep. <laughs> Being so tired. Uh, no, but I, I liked it. Uh, I liked that, um, you know, we saw the, the Jawas or... I, what did they call them in the? I, I swear, like they said it differently, like uh, Jawa or something like that. <laughs> well, I still don't know how to pronounce the. Uh, that's uh, that's Nick Nolte for Jawa. 
I know it was. I you know, and I even asked Jay. I turned to Jay and was like, "That's Nick Nolte, right? Like, no. I know he's in this. That, that's him, right? Like, yeah, he's the Ugnot. Yeah, yeah. The last thing that I saw him in was the uh, Angel Has Fallen movie with face uh, oh. Gerard Butler, and he was pretty awesome in that. But you know, um, no, I I I liked it as a whole. I liked the little. Uh, kind of nod to last crusade with that tank uh the you know the uh tank. oh yeah, yeah i wondered i wondered if you caught that i was gonna mention that if you didn't because i knew it's like i bet colin got the last crusade reference in there oh i love that's like one of my favorite movies of all time and we watch that every christmas so like yeah like it's just i love that movie uh so that was pretty awesome um i'm trying to think what else uh i kind of i I don't know, for weird existential reasons, I like the line where he was like, I'm a Mandalorian, weapons are part of my religion. Um, <laughs> that's fat. That, see, that, that was that was actually part of That's one of my biggest criticisms of the episode. Like, it, it feels like it, it was so heavy-handed. Jay explained to me that they are actually, they uh, went to war during the Clone Wars, and then they uh, <laughs> were peaceful creatures after that, and uh, so he he did explain to me that that because I had made a comment that was like ha 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 that's such an allegory for America and he said, well, actually uh, he like well actually me in like the right sense of it I guess um, but uh, yeah uh, I don't know I I I liked it overall I don't Great. think yeah. I feel like there wasn't any like deep heavy things to talk about other than now freaking cute. Yoda was. I just want to take it home and snuggle with it. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm amazed that uh, once the baby Yoda was out of the bag or the egg, so to speak, I'm surprised that the the market's not just flooded with this stuff. Or, or are they waiting for December first to be like, oh, and by the way, get your baby Yoda plushie? So because it's 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 got to be a thing, right? Black Friday reveal, man. Black Friday reveal, yeah. Um, all right, so uh, Chris um, or Nick, I don't, you know, uh, I know Nick, you yeah, wanted to talk about the back to tube. Talk about the it. The back tube, yeah. 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 Um, Nick, you can go, you go ahead first, Nick. Yeah, because Nick, you weren't here for our, our first episode. Right. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, I have lots of things to, to say. Um, I'm enjoying it. Um, I think it's the best thing Disney has done with Star Wars. Um, did you guys spot in the first episode? No one said it um, that Boba Fett's in it. Yeah. So, so whether or not, or at least someone that looks like Boba Fett, right? It's in the background um, right. of the when he enters into what is like his clan's den, I yeah. assume. So, um, and uh, I mean, we recorded that pretty quickly, like that night. Um, so I mean, you don't see it unless you really lighten up the screen, right? You can yeah. you can see a little bit of a silhouette there, mm-hmm. but yeah. But like if someone in the same, roughly the same colored armor as Boba Fett is there, he does look like he has a beer gut though. But, uh, <laughs> but my uh, kind of fit, yeah. But it's been five years since Return of the Jedi, so you know it makes sense. You know he's a little bit older and. You know, who knows? Maybe they're just trying to confirm, kind of like what you you guys did discuss. You know, maybe they're just trying to confirm some of these random little things like, did he crawl out of the Sarlacc pit? Did he not crawl out? The same as like that now because of episode one is basically confirmed that this the Christmas special is canon, you know? (laughs) Right. Yeah. So you're like, oh, wow. Okay. 
Hey, isn't it, isn't today Life Day? I read it on the internet, but yeah. I think yesterday was Life Day, actually. Yeah, yesterday yesterday was Life Day. So what did you say, Colleen? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Oh, I just said when I say that I saw it, I mean I read it on the internet. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's all that matters. But I'm familiar with what you're talking about because I did the research. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, your thoughts about this episode specifically? Uh, I am also enjoying it. You know, there's a huge, I mean, there's no doubt there's a huge contrast in between episodes one and two. Um, I wasn't as huge of a fan of this episode as I was um, episode one. Um, I felt there's a, a few heavy handed things going on, right? So, mm-hmm. like, um, the I'm a Mandalorian. It's my nature or whatever the hell he said just weapons just are like, part of my religion so weapons are part of my religion and he also he goes i was a a, a youngling or a foundling once it's like so there, there's some weird themes going on that like my crazy crackpot theory is he's actually not mandalorian oh. hmm. like there's okay. they're, they're really really like shoving in your throat that he's the mandalorian it's like yeah dude we get it this, it's your show like <laughs> <laughs> like i mean it, it makes mm. I mean, you could be really on to something there, Chris, because that's that's in episode one when he says that, because um, you know she sees the the uh, the medal and says, you know, this was gathered during the Great Purge, and the Great Purge is this part of time where basically all of Mandalore gets wiped out because yeah. they are a like warrior small boys, yeah, yeah, they're they're a warrior class and they you, they're a, a threat, and so it does make sense because if if you do uh, freeze frame that whole flashing sequence, you do see uh, Clone Wars era droids in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so, not 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 the small ones, the little annoying ones, or the but the big ones. So uh, it it just feels like we're being force fed that. Yeah, maybe I I'm, I might be overanalyzing it, but that's my my crazy crackpot theory is that he's not actually Mandalorian. Yeah, I mean, but he could be like an orphan, um, you know, who was taken in right. by you know people and raised to be Mandalorian, but not an actual right. Mandalorian. Yeah. Hmm. Exactly. Um, so other than that, though, you think about like the thing, the thing that kind of there's two things that kind of like really kind of rubbed me the wrong way with this episode. Otherwise, it, it, it was overall fun. Um, the thing like he went and slaughtered half of the freaking Jawas and then they were cool afterwards. Like, no big deal. Um, you know, you got some going to do a parlay for you. Got, you got I mean, Nick Nolte being your parlay. It's just like, hmm. Look, Chris, you saw what happened when he shot them. They disappeared. So they're now they, they became one with the force. Okay. They're, so, little, they're little Jawa so, ghost force ghost somewhere. And just, you know. So so fun, fun throwback. That in itself was an Easter egg. I don't know if you guys caught on to that or not. Sure. But if you go back to Empire Strikes Back when Darth Vader is talking to all the lineup of the bounty hunters, including Bosk and, and Fett and, and IG eighty eight, he goes, he points at him and goes, and you. No dis no no disintegrating this time or something like that. No disintegrations. Like, no disintegrations, right? Uh, so they did plenty of those <laughs> in this episode. I, yeah. I just assumed that he said that because he was still pissed that he barbecued Owen and Baru. Oh, true, <laughs> true. Um, but uh, the other thing, the other thing, I was just kind of like, uh, it was there how how great of a job they were able to rebuild a ship to go in travel in, through intergalactic space. Well, because they had a montage, days. man. We had a... Just, yeah, that was actually, I was going to say, just in the one montage worth of rebuilding. It was, yeah. yeah. I was like... Mm. I, I almost I almost want that montage like played with some some electric guitar, you know, and it's just like, 
I need a montage. And it's like, he's like working out with his. Everybody's his, working for <laughs> the weekend. I mean, bang, seriously, it's like bang, seriously like bang. some real dude stuff there. They're like, yeah, like, like things. Like Bo- Boba Zoolander. <laughs> yeah, it's like, he said it would take a couple of days. And, and it's just like. I mean, yeah, it'd take a couple of days if you had a shipyard. <laughs> but dude, they're like working on his back porch. Come on, Matt. If Damon, if Damon Lindelof and had uh, tasked Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross with that score, you would have loved it. I would have. I would have loved it. <laughs> that is true. I, I just think that like, if someone, if someone were to take apart and strip my truck completely to the ground, and I had to put it back together before I could drive home, um, I wouldn't make it. And I definitely wouldn't fly it into outer space. You don't have an Ugnaught. I'm I'm saying. Right? Like I'm, I'm not flying that into outer space. Yeah. It's just boom, it just blows up. It's just like a bubble. So I know I had mentioned it at some point. I'm surprised in the first episode you guys had mentioned it. Like, you know, that that design for his ship is a Filoni original design that was supposed to be for the last season of the Clone Wars. That's supposed to be Ventress's Ventress's ship. Really? Yeah. That's why okay. they say that in episode one, when he goes, "Ah, I haven't seen one of these in a while." These are just, you know, this is the Clone War. He says something like that. This is a Clone yeah. War era ship, and that's it's the, the yeah. exact same design that Ventress was supposed to have for her. Nice. Ship. Um, one one other quick little shout out though, I, which I really like. I don't know if you guys, like the, I, I'm really liking the end credits um, yeah. of the show. Uh, it's very like throwback to. Um, uh, uh, Ralph McQuarrie, like he mm-hmm. was, like kind of like his concept designs. Mm-hmm. So I think that the 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 end credits are are really cool, and I, I'm liking the amount of detail that is being put into this and the thought that's being put into this. Um, so overall, I'm still loving the show. Just episode two wasn't as strong for me, but um, no, I, I agree. It is, it is what it is. Yeah, wholeheartedly, Chris. Like uh, I felt that really episodes one and two should have been one episode. Like it's it's like a continuation of just. The, I agree, Nick. It kind of just added on, like, oh, here's this. We want to end the episode one on a cliffhanger. So, and then the last little bit, all episode to me is just like a little, like, oh, here's what happens next, and then that's yeah. It. I kind of think of this as at the same time. What's that? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Or they could have released them at the same time. Like, here's your double mm-hmm. episode, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna get into the you know, story after that, like that would have been, you know, I, I do think that, that the show lends itself to Lucas's original idea about a serial, you know, mm-hmm. and the fact that each week you're having this kind of like, and now the next adventure or the next challenge that he faces. And, and to Chris, your, your point about the Mandalorian being like, I'm a Mandalorian um, <laughs> is I feel like he's very like kind of green. Like there's mm-hmm. certain things that like he thinks he knows and he's, and he's a little bit more blustery about like, well, I don't want to do that. Or I don't want to write a blurg. You know, he's kind of got that like Luke Skywalker, like whining. Did you know that I'm a Mandalorian? <laughs> we gave it away, the helmet. But I, I feel like he's got to like earn that Beskar. Like he's like every, every adventure that we're headed on with this Mandalorian. It's like, we're, we're seeing him. I, I, know, I think, become, I think, yeah, I think you're hitting on something really valuable there, Matt. With because um, you even see it there with the Ugnot 
you know, when he can't ride the, uh, the blurg, you know, he comes back and says, you're Mandalorian, your ancestors rode things, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And it, then at that point, at that point, when he says that, instead of giving up, he's like, he's like that's right. I'm a Mandalorian. So now I've got to do it. I've got to conquer. And then we get another montage of like, Oh, I learned a you know what? In, in an hour. <laughs> we got to put money on this. He's not a freaking Mandalorian. That's actually, he's not. No, you know, when you put it like that, it's good theory. <laughs> he's the totally real, not. The real Mandalorian is Baby Yoda. Dude, they're, he's going to take off his helmet in the final episode. <laughs> oh he's going he's gonna to pull it off. And it's going to be like Greedo's son. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not Pedro Pascal. They've been fooling us this entire time. Yeah, I know. Pedro's not even in the show. It's actually some <laughs> dude wearing a Greedo mask. I like what that said. What's that, Kyle? That the real Mandalorian is Baby Yoda. Is <laughs> Baby Yoda? Yes. He's a clone. Oh, um, he knows Mand- what Mandalorian I am. <laughs> <laughs> you you know didn't? <laughs> mm-hmm. Telling you I have for sixteen episodes. <laughs> yeah, we won't find that out till till season two, right? So, what if we find that out? We're all gonna send Chris all of the I don't know something. <laughs> all of the beers. Good oh. you. Um, okay, Matt called it, but Chris definitely made it happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, a, a few things that I noticed about this episode that I wanted to mention: um, the red-eyed Jawas, right? They're, yeah, they're not, they're not yellow-eyed. They're not yellow-eyed. Yeah. And I wondered if that had something to do with the sons, right? Like Tatooine has two sons. Maybe they're yellow sons. Maybe the son's a red son. I don't know. Maybe your contrast was down. No, no they're, they're oh, red. I'm only kidding. Okay. I think it's that Suka, man. Like once those, those Jawas, like, you know, they're they're a little high on that that egg yellow. One thing I really did love about the Jawas is, is you actually we actually got a real front row seat, literally, of the Sandcrawler. Yeah, um, which is kind of cool. And how they all got super amped when they went downhill. Did you catch that? <laughs> like they were all like cheering, <laughs> like yes, let's go, I'm in fourth gear. Like get some air, hit a jump. Are you not entertained? <laughs> um, yeah, and. Uh, I loved all the sand crawler action. Um, I I don't mind the, some of the the funny bits too. The Mandalorian climbs all the way to the top only to get zapped. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of this stuff is kind of thrown in there, um, uh, obviously as you know, having some some levity in the show. Um, Yoda, y- baby Yodas can eat whole frogs, right? Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was kind of like a cool, yeah. funny like little moment. You know, they're growing, they're spit, growing children. Spit that out. Yeah, he tells them to spit, spit it out, and the, the baby Yoda eats it. Oh, he's 50, so, so, you know. Yeah, as somebody who frequently tells their children to spit that out of their mouths and then they swallow it, I uh, understood that. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's very accurate, actually. That's probably the most accurate thing on this episode. <laughs> happened today. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, um, so when I saw the the very ending of the first episode, I wasn't sure how I felt about a baby Yoda. I mean, Matt, were you conflicted at all when you saw it, or did you enjoy it? Because the reason why I said it's because Lucas no, was, you fell in love. That thing's adorable. Oh, it is adorable. I'm not saying I'm against it, but like it was just one of those moments where I always knew that Lucas was always very 
standoffish with any, explaining anything with Yoda's race or, or backstory. He always wanted that to be a mystery. Because uh, whenever someone would ask him like about Yoda, he would just say it's an illegitimate shot of Kermit and Mrs. Piggy. And that's all he would ever say. He wouldn't say much. And so now that they're kind of exploring in this, it's kind of a weird... I mean, I know that Mandalorian has Lucas's blessing because he actually did like it. So it's okay. Yeah. Well, and they've got Filoni, which is basically yeah. George Lucas's uh, clone. Clone. I was going to say his his chosen adopted son or whatever. I mean, uh, yeah. he, you know. Um, but I did, uh, I did yell at him though once. I think I told you that story. Yeah, yeah. you did. Um, <laughs> you did you did yell yell at him? I yelled and at Filoni. Yeah. I would I would like to yell at all of the listeners to take a moment here for a commercial break. 36, 37. Oh, you're still going to send me this because I'm not writing it down. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, yes, I am. Uh, for sure. he's, he's the best producer ever. He's got this on lock. Um, so, uh, Nick, did you hear my crazy crockpot theory from episode one? You refresh me. I mean, I listened to the episode. So my crazy crackpot crack theory from episode one is that Yoda is actually, or baby Yoda oh, is a clone. I, I don't believe that one. No. No. Okay, then. I mean, it's, it's very plausible. It's very plausible. Jack. Yeah. Because um, if, if you think about the time frame, if you go 50 years prior to what this time frame is. It's 10 years before Phantom Menace. Which is, is it? Mm-hmm. This is five years after, this is five years after Return of the Jedi. And we would put it 10 years or nine years, actually, right before the Phantom Menace is when Baby Yoda would be, would be born. And so that has led to a lot of speculation about it's actually a child of Yoda, not okay. Yoda clone. I was going to bring that up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Colleen, you want to expand on that? Sure, Since Colin. you were really yeah, excited right. there, you're like, yes, this is my thing. No, I just literally looked at Jay while we were watching it. I was like, oh my God, that's totally got to be Yoda's kid. Yeah. Uh, it, it makes total sense for it to be Yoda's kid. Me like that. Because Yoda, you know, Yoda would be towards the end of his life as he was in. I mean, still, but um, yeah. I mean, if Larry King and Keith Richards could do it, why can't yeah. Yoda? Yeah, it puts him like roughly what 800, 800 and something years old. Um, yeah. uh, but because if you look at Episode One, there is another member of Yoda's species yes, sure in in the Jedi Council, and their, their name is Yaddle mm-hmm. or Yaddle, however you want to say it. We have and, to rewatch uh, the first one today. Yeah, who, no, immediately, who who leaves the Jedi Council the same time as Count Dooku does? Really, uh, right after the Battle of uh, of Naboo, and so you don't know anything about her after that because a lot of stuff is no longer canon. I don't think, but it 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 does leave a window there to where she could have had the baby, and you know Yoda might have never known about it. And then she went to raise it, and who knows what happened to her? Was she killed by you know, during the, the I like, Jedi? I like Earth? how you're trying to protect Yoda's like integrity. Like, yeah, Yo, Yoda uh, didn't know about it. You were, like, you were, you are not the baby. Like, I, like, I, I want a Maury Povich episode of Yoda's <laughs> life right I, now. Yeah. Baby Daddy, I am not. Colleen, go ahead. Say this. <laughs> Can I just say I am not used to people raising their hands to speak on the show? <laughs> it's really messing me up. It's like so. It's, 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 it's so freaking respectful. It, it just it doesn't feel right. Colleen, go. I'm trying, to be nice. I'm trying to be nice, and you know, I generally edit all the other shows that I'm on, and I'm not editing this. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> I I know my issues. 
it's interruption. But uh, uh, shit, now what were we talking about? Uh, Yoda being a daddy, daddy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So it's kind of like a classic Disney Star Wars, right? Like I know Nick, you always compare like the parallels or whatever. Like mm-hmm. Anakin didn't know that he had another one. If Yoda doesn't know that he has one to start, I mean. There you go. You just recycling it. There's so many forced jokes that shouldn't be said. Well, you could say them. Go. I know. I, I, I actually could get in trouble for saying them. <laughs> We're oh, trying to keep it a little. No. Uh, other things about this episode, I, I, I know we're, we're not doing a, a traditional walkthrough of everything that happens in this episode, and, and why should we? Doing that. Well, I mean, there's really only, what, like three chunks to this, you know, half an hour episode, and it's, it's yeah. basically, you know, the, the, the he gets Baby Yoda, the ship is stripped, he kills Jawas, then he kills the Mudhorn, and then that's basically it. No. Then he, but, he has a montage fixing his ship. Right, montage fixing his ship. Everybody's working for the weekend. <laughs> I want to see the outs where they're like drinking beers and like throwing a couple back like after a long, hard day, you know? Mm-hmm. So, because I, I just can't, I just can't get over it. You, know, you got you got you got not just giving him days of free labor for nothing. You're like, what? What's wrong with you, man? No, he didn't do it for nothing. He did it for the thank you for peace in his. <laughs> I know, but that's something like really. Oh, okay. They come here more often. Yeah, if somebody brings peace to my city, I'm not helping them rebuild their car. So, um, I wanted to mention that the uh, the suka or the egg from this mud horn is hairy. You guys ever seen hairy eggs before? Well, I've, e- I've eaten some hairy eggs. That yeah, was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Wow, we'll just read behind. I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just read between the, what? the lines there. Making <laughs> all the 80s. Um. Harry he's, op- oh, he's open to stuff. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> okay, um, move, moving on. Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I wanted to mention that the, the cave scene has this really cool moment where it reminded you of uh, uh, the Hobbit. Oh, is that, is that what it reminded you of? It's the Hobbit. It it definitely did was like uh, the eye opening, like smile. Like, "Mm." Oh, well, and and it's also kind of a callback to episode one as well. When the eye opens up because they're, they're kind of underwater and they're fiddling with something. And then the light shines on a a fish. And then uh, the fish eyes open up. But uh, to circle back to the eye um, reference, as the the Mandalorian is entering into the cave, we see this silhouette shape that looks like a um, an eye. Actually, like the cave itself looks like an eye, and then you see uh, the Mandalorian is is kind of the iris of that eye. So if you if you watch that scene there's an eye shape and then it ends with the eye opening up. So I just, mm. I liked the, the, the combination of that. Um, what, what, what are you showing us here? I'm showing um, us baby Yoda. Oh, okay. Just in- oh my goodness. <laughs> like, look at that little guy. He's so cute. So cute. It, it, is it a guy or a girl? We don't, we don't know. know. I was going to ask you that. Because I watched the first episode three times and I mm-hmm. don't remember on it when they said, 
the subject is 50 years old. Did they say the subject is a 50-year-old male or? No, they just said 50. Yeah. Okay. So just the client is a 50-year-old is 50. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I was also wondering about that. Like, is the big reveal going to be that baby Yoda is baby girl? Yodisha? Well, either way, baby Yoda does not have his dad's eyes if it is Yoda's son or daughter. It's true because yeah, because Yoda actually had uh, iris, blue eyes. Yeah, yeah, blue eyes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, this one is just like solid, uh, like well, brown or solid black. You know, yeah. oftentimes though, with babies, like it takes a while for them to for their eye eye color to change. That's true. It, yeah, so. it, it takes like eight or nine months at the maximum. True. And I mean, fifty years is probably a good time frame to like have your own natural eye color. Yeah, because because this, I mean, it's a child. It, it kind of walks around like a toddler. Clearly, it, it's not just crawling anymore. So right. let's be real for a second. So what what what's today's date? Today's November eighteenth, right? Mm -hmm. So this this has been out for two week and a half. So we're looking at November eleventh. What's the over under on like a million of of how many baby Yoda dolls have been created before <laughs> today? Like, because these things are going to sell like crazy. Like, this is going to be the holiday gift. I want one for me, right? I mean, there, I mean, there, there, there's four going to be purchased from the hosts of this show. Like, yeah, if if uh, if, if if it is in existence. Somehow it is making its way oh, into it's my daughter's absolutely in existence. Uh, they're just capitalizing off a of baby Groot. That's all. I'm gonna say this is like this is this year is poured. Colleen, <laughs> what did you say? I have the baby Groot bobblehead, and it is worth it. And I would get the baby Groot <laughs> bobblehead too. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Conversation piece in my office. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like there, there, there's some sweatshop in in like East Asia that's like churning out those little squishies. Oh. Like you know how the kids have like the squishies, like the like oh, the. You're ruining it for me. Stop. <laughs> well, I mean, well, reality sinks in. Uh, the force does not make them. Um, <laughs> how do you know? You don't know that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so they're being made right now. Stop! You will not. <laughs> more you will make you mean do or do not there is no try <laughs> there is only squishies <laughs> I, I, I love that meme the okay boomer um meme yeah. that, that came out of boomer um, okay yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah that's what boomer it was okay, okay. That's hilarious. <laughs> so. wait can chris say that like cleanly and then you can just use it as a sound clip and, like every so often boomer okay <laughs> I'm gonna put this at the start of the episode. That would be great. <laughs> With the boomer okay, and then put the sizzle in. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm marking it. Um <laughs> there's a an R5D4 uh mm -hmm. droid that looks mm -hmm. looks very, very similar to the one that we see in the new hope. Um so there's a couple couple callbacks here. That uh, Go ahead. Yeah, well, just the, the scene is when he's trying to negotiate with the Jawas mm -hmm. and he gets mad and uses a flamethrower, much much like mm -hmm. Jango Fett. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, all of the, the Jawas kind of part and then you see this this droid kind of in the back background there. So I'd say we got, we've gotten seen, we've seen him use every weapon aside from because he doesn't have a jetpack yet or a rocket. We've seen pretty much every weapon the Mandalorians we know, other than like the dark saber and, and the jetpack. He's used everything we know Mandalorians have. Oh, so with the, the cord, the 
the, uh, the blasters, the, yeah, the flamethrowers. So no, uh, of course we don't know if they have any, uh, thermal detonators, but we'll right. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure we're going to get thermal thermal. Well, we saw one with the IG. Unit. It's true. It was, it was right I in the chest. I assume that's what it was in his chest. Yeah. That's, that's what it looked like. I also wanted to mention that, uh, the, the first episode features the IG droid. Yep. This this episode featured the trans transdoshi, transdoshians attacking him. So there's this nice like little reference to Empire Strikes Back. It makes me wonder like in the next episode, are we going to get a a Forlam or a Zuckus appear? You know, like you know something to reference back to. It, it's one of the you know I don't mind a, a, a callback every now and then. It was one of my mm-hmm. issues with these two episodes is I think there's too much. Um, you know, because look, you have. Uh, you know the 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 uh, the Kubas. You know the the same sounds in episode one is the exact same uh, audio from episode four. You know just that. I was just like, okay. I was like, well, you can say some other things, but uh, you know, I, I wasn't quite sure about the carbonite because, like, I was kind of with you, Matt. Like when you said that during episode one, I was like, I always thought it was from Bespin. You know, it was something that was like a surprise, and for him to have his own like carbonate chamber in his ship, I was like, eh, I don't know. But that's just me being nitpicky. Uh, nitpicky from like a casual ish fan point of view. I was like, oh, that's so creepy and good for drama. Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, I, I said, I have no issue with the episode as in what happens. It's just like me being factual. Or, well, I mean, there's, there's people that drive around that have, you know, mini fridges in their car, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, or their van, I should say. So, you know, our southerners about to tailgate it. Yeah, a mini fridge isn't a deep freeze. No. Okay, fair enough. Fair but enough. an UGNOC right. and put it back together in four days. Exactly. Day. Four hours. Hours. Yeah. With a montage. Yeah, with a montage and a few beers. Uh, you know, and then the cooking of Salacious Crumb. Uh, you know, the uh, the eye stalk droid, you know, from Jedi coming out. You know, mm-hmm. the, uh, like a lot of the things, the UGNOC was fine. So to me, it was just kind of like it's a little bit much showing. Uh, yeah. All the call outs to the original trilogy. Um, and then there's the plot. I mean, I don't know if you want to go on my, 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 Nick, Nick. Sure. Nick, yeah. You know? Go for it. This is what, uh, half of our listeners tune in for. Yeah. Like, just to get mad at you. Just to get mad at me. Yeah. Like, I mean, like I said, guys, I really enjoy the show. You know, it's just little things that bother me, especially me being a plot person. Uh, because like Jack, very happily, I, pointed out something the same as like Colleen did with the, uh, the Indiana Jones references in this episode. Like so far the, the, the overall uh, story arc has been um, uh, the lone wolf and the cub, which is uh, a Japanese oh, anime. I'm know? glad that you yeah. mentioned this because this was something that uh, I'd, I'd wanted to mention. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause this, this episode actually reminded me of, of that. Yeah. And so that was like something that kind of, I was like, Oh, I was like, I'm such an original story kind of person. I was like, so if I recognize where a story's going, it kind of sometimes turns me off. And that's when we like with episode one, there's clearly a lot of Butch Cassidy saying it's kid references, which is what Jack had noticed. And then this one, it's very much Shane, which is also a 1950s Western, uh, especially with the line um, that the Ugnot says with the, uh, uh, there being uh, for, thank you for bringing peace to the valley. Well, the actual mm-hmm. quote is uh, there aren't any more guns in the valley, which is uh, from Shane. And so uh, I was like, I was like, okay, so like, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like the parallels that I can mm-hmm. see between actual established westerns and this show, which I mean, you know, for kids, it's for kids, and so it's fine. But 
it's one of those things that I noticed. I'm just like, oh, okay. So I hope so I'm you're just ho- saying is is yeah. that the Mandalorian is like Logan, the Wolverine movie. <laughs> the little what movie? The lo- the Wolverine movie. Logan. Well, yeah, well, that's what yeah, that's exactly what that's what Logan was, was just a ripoff of Shane. So I mean that's and that's what that was too, is it's the lone wolf and the cub. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Logan is really depressing. It is, yeah. yeah. And not great. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it did, it did get overhyped for for what it was. I was kind of okay. Yeah. I think I think it's okay that they they reference these things because I don't feel like those things that they're referencing are taking over. No, they're not the, the main story. So I I kind of like those little nods, like you know, um, even even the idea that that this floating crib is kind of like this this uh, this cub's fortress essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, the floating egg on the inside is yellow, very similar to like the inside of the the egg of the the mud horn. And so I thought there was some like really weird kind of ideas about what we eat, what's sacred. Like it's kind of a weird like thing, you know, like the this egg. I mean, it's like there's two eggs in the 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 show, like the the pod egg that that baby Yoda sits in, and then this mud horn. Um, yeah. So. It also looked like the inside of a Cadbury egg. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I know that, that, that is that. literally the first thing I thought. I'm like, oh my god, that's a huge Cadbury, Cadbury egg. egg. They're, stoked. <laughs> They're getting stoned off of this thing because it is like the it best thing a, ever. It does have a cute toy inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there was one thing I wanted to mention that um, uh, about we got to see an attempt at a force heal. By oh baby, yeah, by Baby Yoda, which I thought was really neat because yeah. we've only seen that in like video games. And you know, would he actually? You know, I, I thought it was so cute. You know, him just kind of like wallowing up that one little arm. Just kinda, oh, it's super like, cute. Ah, I'm trying to fix you. I'm going to pick you up because you're annoying me. <laughs> you mm-hmm. But he did. He tried to force heal his little cut there, like ET almost, uh, Chris there. Uh, <laughs> which ouch! He just said ouch, and it would have been fixed. Ouch! Ouch! I'll be right here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And it was funny, like typical, you know, uh, impatient parental figure is like, all right, all right, come on. (laughs) Boston knows what I'm talking about. He's been Mm -hmm. (laughs) recently. And and the fact that like the, the, the kid does it once and then puts him back in the crib and then does it again. That's it. I'm, I'm locking you up. So, he um, did. He totally locked him up. Do the curtain <laughs> down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. So too, it was like, here's your white noise. Here's your curtain closed. And yeah. <laughs> he's got his monitor, put it on his hip. He's good to go. We, yeah, we, he's a natural at this parenting. <laughs> in that scene, we, we actually see the Mandalorian like working on his armor. And he's mm-hmm. like, yes. He's, he's doing something that that armor. And then within by the end of the episode, it's all busted up. Like, yeah. but he can fix he can fix his dang ship. I mean, go figure. Like, yeah. he he spends the entire episode trying to fix his like his metal plate armor, and it and he screws it up. But he can make a ship fly in hyperspace. No, no problem. He needed like the laundromat uh, montage for his armor to. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it was, it was almost like a predator scene, you know. Yeah, like, it was. Where you just get, yeah. get out the medical kit, you know, and like he's bleeding uh, his green blood, and just you know clips it together. <laughs> if it bleeds, we can kill it. Right. You guess that more like Australian. 
<laughs> I can't do it. Austrian. There's something out there, and it ain't no Mandalorian. Get to the chopper. Oh yeah, that, that's that. That's that movie with uh, Billy D, right, Chris? Uh, the Shut <laughs> you know, to be fair, I was like, to be fair, when you were bringing up the lost, I was just like, I was so confused. I was like, okay, so maybe, maybe he's a background character in that. Like, there's yeah. no way he's talking about Billy D. Williams. And then I was like, is he on another lost episode that I just don't know about? I so, spoke so confidently about it. You're like, oh, I'm just gonna let him run with it. <laughs> I did. Um, so. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I, any other uh, last thoughts about this this episode? I, I um... okay. Now I we're on agreement that Baby Yoda is extremely cute. Um, Most but, deaf. But where do you guys? Let's do some crackpot theories here. Okay. Um, where do you see the next six episodes going? Because I personally would like for him to I don't think he'll give baby Yoda to the bounty. I think he'll rebel against that, but I don't want to see a whole season of baby Yoda because I want to see an actual traditional western. I don't want to see him just protect this baby for a whole season. Um now you guys might want that and that's mm-hmm. fine. But uh I I just kind of or do you see him giving it up or what what do you guys All right. See this Cra- crazy ass crackpot theory. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's going to deliver Baby Yoda to Luke. That's a, yeah. I I kind of thought that too because not. You know, I think he he he's going well because we know there's a lot of characters we haven't seen yet, right? So we have like um Gina Carano, the MMA fighter slash mm-hmm. terrible actress. I wanted and, to, I wanted if he was the uh, the armorer, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, so we have, there's a lot of characters we haven't seen yet, and we also have six episodes left in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's clear that there is a, a, a level of or a battle for morality with um, the not Mandalorian. Um, <laughs> so I, I feel like that he is going to have some type of influence. He's going to be, meet somebody and say, like, OK, like this is the, the the remnants of the Empire are trying to take over. They're trying to get their hands on someone who's force uh, sensitive or force enabled. We have to stop that from happening because we don't want the Empire to get back up and then they're going to probably find some way to have Yoda be uh, reunited with his own kind and that being or, a Jedi. Or is this going to set something else up that we don't even know about? Mm-hmm. Could be. It's Disney. They love their spinoff. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. Um, I, I, Colleen, you're, 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 did you have any other crack pot theories beyond a spinoff series with baby Yoda and, Doing baby Yoda things. Who me? Yeah. It's like a Muppet oh, ba- like a Muppet baby show where it's just, it's just baby Yodas. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Muppet baby Yoda. It's baby Yoda and BB eight. <laughs> oh I'd also watch that. Um no, I was listening I was enjoying listening to what uh Boston had to say. <laughs> no, I, I agree with Boston. Like um it's very plausible that uh because you know, right around this time, Luke would be starting to set up the new Jedi Academy, and for it, it's 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 very because you never saw from um, 
Force Awakens, like how many students Luke had, and yeah, but I mean, how does how does the Mandalorian even know Luke exists? You know, like I mean, yeah, but I'm saying, but it, it didn't have to be in this season, but it, sure. something could happen to where he could deliver. See, I think he's going to. I got it. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. The colony. He's going to help train Kylo, and Kyle's going to kill him. Not Baby Yoda. This is a Disney Plus show. <laughs> well, we're not, we're not going to see it in The Mandalorian. No, they wouldn't even show the guy getting cut in half, which was the coolest thing in episode one. By the door. That was awesome. <laughs> because you think about how like how Luke starts the, the Jedi Academy, essentially, where Kylo Ren starts to learn the ways of the Force, but goes crazy. Baby Yoda could be a part of it. From a certain point of view. Next November, uh, Disney Plus, Jedi Academy. I just don't think we're going to get any Jedi stuff with no. the Mandalorian. I think I think it's more likely that oh. there's going to be a, a handoff of the of the Yoda to perhaps maybe its, it's parents, or maybe we actually see its lineage. Um, Colleen, question. So it was explained to me that the Mandalorian. Uh, fought the Jedi at some point. So mm-hmm. why is the Mandalorian all pretending to um, not know sober Nick Nolte to not know who he is or not know about the Force or not know about like any of that? Because well, he's this... not Mandalorian. Yeah, well, and then you <laughs> think about it, the the Force has not been used in five years. No, it's like thirty five years at this point. The only people who because Luke is still new to Luke, he didn't know about it. Han didn't know about it. Um, the only people, the only pers- people that would use the Force was Vader and the Emperor. The Emperor rarely used it; it was very secret. So Vader is really the only person that is sorcerer um, in that entire galaxy at that point. And so it, it makes sense that he would have no idea what it was. I mean, their religion is practically extinct. So mm-hmm. you know, um, and and the fact that he was an orphan himself, like as as the foundling or whatever, you know, maybe. Yeah. I keep thinking, like I said, that he keeps going on these different challenges and and uh, not knowing how to do something or refusing to do something and being kind of petulant, petulant, petulant. at times. I almost feel like he's kind of coming of his own, like like this is his soldier journey. And yeah. um, maybe maybe season one is just about the Yoda bounty, and season two starts off with an, a, another bounty that takes us on another adventure. Well, I guess that was one of my. I would, you know, I don't mind this season, but to me, it feels like it would be more like a season three than a season one because a season one traditionally is usually like a very hard nosed character who is like, oh, I'm only care, I'm selfish, I only care about what I'm doing, and then this seems to be more like one of those where he gains a little bit of a heart of gold because he becomes the protector, you know. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, he could always turn in that heart of gold for that. Uh... Uh, the thing of Beskar. Mm-hmm. Right? True. So, true. He could. He could. Um, um, we have that comment uh, tonight about, you know, I hope that the child gets you a good bounty. Yeah, exactly. Like there's a, a good reward or whatever it is. But it, it, but you know, there is a, there is an underlining concern there though there too. The fact that he's the only bounty hunter that was given a bring it in alive yeah. request. Everyone else there was out to kill that kid. Yeah. Yes. So there's definitely something afoot. Big game is afoot. Yeah. Um, uh, Matt, um, would you like to see a Sabine show up at some point in the show? Absolutely. 
I would love to see anything related to Rebels appear in this show. Anything at all. So how old would Sabine be now? She, she would be in her 50s, I think. She wouldn't be in her 50s. Oh, Sabine. Am I thinking the wrong one? No, no Sabine. No, Sabine yeah, the Mandalorian. In, Sabine yeah. wouldn't be in her 50s because at the end of Jedi. Oh, you're right. She's she's kind of in her twenties, I would assume. Yeah, so, so she would she would be in her thirties. She'd be in her thirties. Yeah, you're yeah. right. That would so. be that would be a cool character to have in you know they'd be roughly the same age too. It's brilliant yeah. to tie in some of you know, if, I, I always look at this from a marketing perspective, like what's gonna make the most money? That's how the script's gonna be written. Mm-hmm. So you think about like how they can bring in kids who've grown up on Clone Wars, or not Clone Wars, but Rebels. And it's right at the same time. So that's perfect. I, 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 that makes a lot of sense. Like I, that makes a lot of sense for, for like a spinoff or like maybe who knows, maybe season two, the Mandalorian is a real one. <laughs> and ah, it's Sabine. Ah. <laughs> Just, well, uh, I mean, and then you, I mean, that's, I mean, that, that's why I'm saying it. This feels more like a season three. Cause you know, you could have had a season one with him really just being a hard nosed bounty hunter. I, I think, then, but I think their whole plan though, was to make this more of a family show. Maybe like that was that was the surprise. I mean, they build it as a as a gritty kind of you know mm-hmm. western. My daughter, even watching the trailers, she was like, "I don't know if I'm going to watch it." She watches the first one at the end. There's a baby Yoda. <laughs> She's basically Colleen, like just like the whole time, like it's so cute. Like the entire time we watched episode two, or the I mean, like like time. baby Yoda wasn't written into the show to convince every Star Wars geek's wife to watch the show with him. Right, exactly, or kid. You know, like just saying that it brings the family together or any male who's in tune with his sensitive side to realize that he's an absolutely adorable yeah, character. What, guys. What, are you, what, are you, what are you implying here, Chris? I think he's freaking cute. Guess what, guys? Nine months from now, there's going to be a Star Wars baby Yoda baby boom. <laughs> Boomer, okay. Perfect. That's perfect. Um, Mandalorian baby I am <laughs> Pedro is not You don't have to convince me twice oh, What happened her. to him? He got so excited that He got uh, banned by, uh, by the mouse I, Yeah You can only use that, that phrase so many times mm-hmm. I do want to take this minute though um, And praise The actor that plays the Mandalorian Because it takes a lot of Talent to be able To convey like the acting Through the helmet and you know everything that they're wearing and i think he does a really good job of making us know exactly what's going on and like how he's feeling i i really do i do i i just want to take a moment and be like you go actor yeah also, yeah no and dave, I, I love dave how, go ahead you were, dave, dave prouse dave kind prouse. of set the way for that yeah um i also like how it connects to to the watchman and the fact that 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 line about masks and how they they represent trauma mm-hmm. you know, and pain and uh, uh, the fact that, that this at some point we'll see him without his mask and I think that that'll be a nice reveal. So you know, you know are what? they allowed to take their masks off? Like shower? Shower. He's gonna wash that hair at some point, right? Yeah, well, the back too. Yeah. So I, I was on Twitter the other day. I, I forgot what his name is, but I follow this guy on Twitter who was like a he was involved in the the original trilogy. I think he's like a, a now becoming a historian of of the Star Wars universe at this point. But he's been like releasing these behind the scenes videos and stories recently, um, and he showed. And I, I believe Mark Hamill actually retweeted it out 
so you can probably find it easier through that, but uh, through looking at Mark Hamill's feed. But it was a clip of behind the scenes before the ADR was added to um, the original Star Wars trilogy of how uh, Harrison Ford kept on a dialogue with Chewie, and it's actually what's his name? Um, yeah, Peter Mayhew. Peter Mayhew, like yelling stuff out in this crazy British accent. <laughs> yeah, no, he had lines. Yeah. Yeah. And like he actually had lines. And like it, yeah. it's just it's weird to hear Chewie speaking like someone from Downton Abbey. Yeah. But like it that, that's how they did it. Like and, and it's it's hilarious. It, it it's like, oh okay. Yeah, he he actually did have lines that Harrison Ford was reacting to, which is yeah. why he always seemed to be so in tune with what he was saying. I mean, Matt might know the name of the documentary. I forget which one it is. I've seen so many, but like there actually is a scene. They show up very shortly in it where it's the, uh, it's the death star scene where they're in the little control room there after they, you know, like, uh, and, uh, and Obi-Wan's, you know, like, you know, you must stay here. Or other systems will, you know, suffer the same fate as Aldron, you know, and then, you know, and then he leaves that room and then you see Chewbacca originally she goes, you know, and then Han goes, Oh, you said it Chewie. But the actual line is that old man's out of his mind. You know? huh. And that's what Peter Mayhew says. You know, he said, and you're right in a very British actually, that old man's out of his mind. You know, and you're like, yeah, but, yeah that's the line. It's so All good. Is Paul McCartney saying the lines to be honest. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, the Liverpool accent, yeah. Yeah, well, it's, I don't know why, but that's all I've got. <laughs> well, um, I, w- I would love to keep talking uh, with you guys. Um, it's it's always it's always a pleasure to, to to talk with Colleen. I mean, we don't podcast together, so it's it's such a special uh, rarity to have have you along. Um, so you, you do a podcast, don't you? I do do a podcast. Um, it's called the so- broadcast. Uh, I, I do another one. Uh, so the broadcast is a, uh, you know, female heavy podcast in which we talk about, uh, life things. Um, and we also do fun things like take Buzzfeed quizzes or read, you know, naughty articles or one time we discovered how by accident on air. And then we just ran with it. How Wikipedia actually lets you put really dirty pictures up there. <laughs> I can't you know, Google Google like a, a dirty thing on Wikipedia and there are pictures and wow. it's allowed. That is a thing. So, um, but we you know whatever. We have a lot of fun every week. Um, and then it's, the other it's show, amazing what you can do with an outline. It is sure. amazing what you can do with an outline. Um, and then we, I do another show. It's uh, based on the Survivor reality TV show. It's called Survivor with Jay Jack and Colleen. Um, and we talk about Survivor. But I'm assuming if people are listening to this, probably many of them have maybe some kind of, I don't know, awareness that I exist in a <laughs> vacuum of some sort. I hope that they do. I, I hope that I, they do. I mean, let's be honest. The most important thing that I do is light the match on this show. You do? <laughs> like the grill. Yeah. Just because Jay I farted. I fired up every time. Yeah, he did. In this chair. In which I <laughs> Um, well, and, and, and without your help, uh, this, this podcast wouldn't, wouldn't be podcasted. I, I don't know. Uh, you, you bring so much podcasted. You just might not have a sizzle. It's still get out. There. That's true. That's true. But, uh, you, you do bring the sizzle and we appreciate that. So <laughs> yeah, sorry. that's all I brought today was just a sizzle and not the actual like meat and potatoes. <laughs> mm. oh, sizzle you bring. <laughs> <laughs> but well, 
come I am just realizing I can do a Yoda. This is actually kind of fun. <laughs> I've, I don't think I've ever tried to do it before. Yeah. The, the, oh, the really? Randall cast all next uh, Randall cast tomorrow is just going to be all Yoda. Yeah. Interrupt. I did not. <laughs> um, well, on that note. <laughs> anyway, uh, I hope you have me on again. What's that? I said thank you, and I hope that I can come back again. Yeah, yeah. By by all means, uh, maybe maybe we can have you back uh, for the Mandalorian as well, or um, some something else that we can talk Star Wars with you about. Ooh, it's um, easy. you're going to have about twenty seasons of it, so <laughs> apparently, <laughs> I'll catch you at some point. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, if you are a member of the Jay and Jack Network, obviously you you know we there's a website you can go to jayandjack.com, become a patron. Um, that is one way that you can help us out. You can help us out. Patreon.com slash Jay and Jack. You're more official. See, I just go by the Jack rule of just having everybody go to jayandjack.com. But yeah, no, don't do it by the Jack rule. Just go straight okay. up to Patreon.com slash Jay and Jack if you really want to go old school and have that extra step you can go to jimjack.com and click on the become a patron link on the top right hand corner of the page but really go to patreon.com slash jack it's just your one-stop shop if you go jack's way you have to like google like four different things and then cross-reference like four different urls do i need to download internet explorer (laughs) first right um well it works really much better on firefox so you have to go there first and then google j and jack once you google j and jack you go to jayandjack.com and then you click the link i better know why skype's not working <laughs> oh my gosh don't, don't don't get him started on skype um he was so mad oh so mad about skype i've <laughs> i've sat through it several weeks for survivor the second time we did it jay was like how did you not figure this out after last week <laughs> <laughs> it is his arch enemy. Um, <laughs> other ways that you can help out the show, right? Um, we have an Amazon affiliate link. Where you we can- do. It's uh, janejack.com slash Amazon, all lowercase level, le- levels, all lowercase letters. <laughs> you can buy bacon there if you want to fire that up on a grill. So <laughs> you just buy, buy a grill. Buy a grill. Or you can uh, buy a birth certificate that says you're Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, hashtag uh, birther gate. <laughs> yeah, this is the Mandalorian Mandalorian birther gate. I like that. Um, <laughs> and you can get other for short. You can get other things there, um, but if you want to help us out, uh, you you can do all of those things. Rate and review us. Send us an email at theforceiswelldone at gmail.com. We would really appreciate Best that. Email ever. It is. It's 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 my favorite thing. I, I remember it every time. The force is well done at gmail.com. Send us some feedback for the Mandalorian. We'd love to to read that on air. So um, and at this point, I'd like to thank oh, wait, hold on. I actually oh. asked people for feedback on the Facebook page, which oh. is Facebook.com slash groups slash Jan Jack Group. Let's see. Can anybody respond? Sure, yeah, let's, let's, let's hold please. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> By the way, uh, I love the the soundtracks um, and uh, the music from from the Mandalorian. So very good, big, big very, very good. And uh, this, this past episode, it, that even the soundtrack had a had a uh, Indiana Jones feel to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
There's three comments. The first one is from Greg. The child is unbelievably adorable, and I loved that there weren't any there wasn't any dialogue for pretty much the first third of this episode. Yeah, it was like um, No Country for Old Men, <laughs> Mandalorian style. No Country for Old Mandalorians. <laughs> oh, I like that. Uh, JP said, I would love to ask the guys if so far they feel that it's a show for the casual viewer who only saw the movies or if you need to watch the cartoons and holiday special. Um, no, you can totally watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't think you have to watch any of the other stuff. And I think at this I mean, point with, with Star Wars stuff, I mean, you can always jump into those other things. But I think this yeah. is yeah, what were you going to say, Chris? No, you, you got it. Nailed it. I'm with you. Okay. Um, there is this network now. It's called Disney Plus, and you can probably—it's like your one-stop shop for all these things. Just dude, how good is Disney Plus? Uh, it is crazy because uh, so good. I was gonna—you remember—we talked about it a few weeks ago the uh, the Marvel Infinity box set. It's like five hundred and fifty bucks for every yes. Marvel film. Yeah. It sold out in a few seconds online, but um, I still wanted to go see it if they had it at Best Buy and they didn't have it. But it's like, well, he's doing it. Well, it's like it's going to be cool to have, you know, because it's like, but it's like, well, I can just go to Disney Plus and watch every one of those movies. Not, not all of them. Oh, not they're not all in there? Oh, not okay. all of the, the episodes are on, on, or movies are on. They there. will be, but yeah. they're probably waiting for you people to buy the the discs first. Mm. Marketing. Marketing. It's Christmas. We wait until January 15th once everyone's got their Christmas gifts and it's outside the return policy. Then they'll be on Disney Plus. And it's like I was trying to end this show, and she just brought feedback into it. Um, it's okay. It's yeah. all right. Uh, and then the last bit of feedback is from Amanda. My husband and son are diehard, know everything about Star Wars from the movies to the books and everything in between. Uh, they're absolutely addicted to the Mandalorian and can't wait for the next episode to drop. Unfortunately, since they are just now beginning to make me watch every movie from the beginning, I can't give you much more info than that. Well, Amanda, stay subscribed. And Amanda, I have a question back for you. So as the (laughs) wife of a Star Wars nerd who is finally, quote unquote, getting to watch all of the movies. Well, you're the husband of one, correct? Or she's the wife of one. Okay, she's the wife of one. Yeah. So what was it? How did they get you to do it? Because that is something I'm trying to get my wife to do as well. So if you could get back to us about that. And the more important question, what order did they make you watch the movies in? Machete. Rogue One Machete. Yeah, that's what I said. Rogue One Machete. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so get back to us. I want to know what was it that actually drew you into actually sitting down and and finally listening to your to your husband and son because I, I want that to be uh, what happens in my house. You know, I I just trapped trapped my wife with the the rebels. I got the kids on board, and eventually she just kind of was like, "Wait, now what's happening? Who is that person, and why is this happening to this?" You know, so I thought you clockwork oranged her, you know, where you put her in the chair and got the things <laughs> and then get the eye drops in every so many minutes, you know, just you're gonna like Star Wars, aren't you? No, I I drug her to see, I think, uh, episode you drugged her, I was trying gave, to end this podcast, you, you and gave now her, I've you gave her some, death, some death sticks. I took her to see you episode three, took her. <laughs> In the movie theater, I took her. <laughs> Chris's expression is great. Yeah. 
It's like, uh, uh, I was just trying to end this by thanking some very special patrons who may not want me to thank them now. They, they want nothing to do with you. <laughs> thank you to Eckhart Tech, Maggie, Joanne. Oh, wait, oh, no, I have special. I have special names for them. They're all Star Wars themed. Oh. Oh my goodness! I, I I was trying to work on new ones, so I apologize. These are the same as last week, but Tack from Tatooine. Super, super, pay attention right now. <laughs> uh, Tack from Tatooine, Eckhart two to Eckhart seven, Richter old buddy. Do you read me? Uh, <laughs> jo Joanne with the stolen Death Star plans, Ed the creepy Jedi, Maggie from from Malachor, and Drake the super star destroyer. Thanks for doing oh, what you do. Thanks. What, nice job, dude. That was pretty darn good. Yeah, especially Joanne with the stolen Death Star plans. I mean, that is a great she, one. She works for NASA. I mean, come on, right? She uh, she clearly has Death Star plans. I would think so. Yeah. So, anyway, thank you to all the patrons, but but special thanks to those uh, uh, patrons for making that happen. And. Yeah. Uh, I do have to say, Jay said that uh, I was like, oh, they only record for like an hour. And he was like, mm, you're kind of like the X Factor there. They're definitely going to go over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we, did. we did go over a little bit, um, you know, maybe maybe five more minutes than than uh, when we, we talked to Jay. All right, well, I'm out. Bye, guys. This is a Mandalorian. Wait, wait, a Rambalorian cast? <laughs> a Rambalorian <laughs> cast. <laughs> but, but is he a Mandalorian? Not really. <laughs> All right, guys. Mandalorian, but I play one on TV. <laughs> Please let me come back. Bye. All right, great show, guys. Uh, one in a, I don't know, Suka. A Mandalorian. One, one, one in a parsec. One in a parsec. One in a Mandalorian. Wait, there's too many one in us. Good night. <laughs>